Thank you. I couldn't really do it exactly because I don't know anything about like licensing and <laughs> royalties, but um, you did good. That was a Christmas song. Wink, wink. How nudge, long nudge. did it take you to? Or it took me like three seconds to get it to figure it out. It's CB. Yeah. Okay. CB. <laughs> Good old CB. Yeah. Good old CB. Well known CB. Because it's almost Christmas time. Mm-hmm. It yeah, is. It is. It is almost the Christmas. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so this is Northern Frights. It's Northern Frights. This is Anna. And I'm Alyssa. We're Northern Frights. Mm-hmm. I didn't say Paranormal Friday Tidies this time. Maybe that should be our sub name. Oh, it could be like Northern Frights colon Paranormal Friday Tidies. Mm-hmm. It's good. It's a good name. We are the podcast <laughs> that discusses the paranormal and true crime in the Midwest. And when you think of the Midwest, what do you think of, friends? What do you think? What do you think? Well, no, I'll tell you what it is. It's Minnesota, <laughs> Wisconsin, oh. North and South Dakota, Michigan, Iowa, Illinois, not Tennessee. No, Alyssa. not Tennessee. Not Tennessee. That's not where it's from. No. I've learned my lesson. You learned your lesson. And also, I'm scared. <laughs> I don't get yelled at often. That is a lot. <laughs> well, I wasn't yelling at you. I apologize I, that I came my, across as yelling. Although, yeah. It's, you know my level yeah. of the yelling is very Oh, yeah. <laughs> sensitive. Are you mad at me? Are you mad at me? That's usually our question to, like, everybody. Yeah. Everybody we know. Like, they slightly have a tone. We're like, are you mad at me? <laughs> what I do wrong? Oh, they hate me for sure now. They're going to fire me. They're going to fire oh, me? Even, like, Dude. a door closed. We're, like, oh, yeah. alert, high oh, alert. Yeah. Anytime it's like, hey, can you shut the door? And I come in, I'm like, no. Oh, no. I don't want to. You should have prepped um, me. I need, I need to have more anxiety medication in me first before we do that, please. Thank you. Yeah. Um, just as a warning, there's probably a burp coming from me. Um, I can just like feel it inside of me. Bubbling. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. How about you? Do you feel a burp? Yeah. Okay. I'm drinking pop. Yeah. <laughs> we both have pop in us. We had a pretty good lunch yeah. today. It's a holiday. It's a holiday lunch. Buffet lunch. Yeah. There's many options. What do we have? We had boring salad. There's salad, which I was like, I was like, I'm not wasting my it. time on salad. No. The quinoa. Quinoa salad. Um, there was... Butternut squash. Butternut squash. There were tricolor carrots, which I still have on my plate, so I should probably They're eat those. They're They're dece. I need a vegetable. They had green beans with pesto, which were delish. Were they? Yeah, okay. I liked it. Okay. The sauce was great. Um, they had tortellini, cheese tortellini with either Alfredo... <laughs> Alfredo! Alfredo! Alfredo. Or marinara. Uh, chicken... Salmon, and then there's a delicious caramel macchiato cake. Or other option or of other apple option. crisp and, or a cookie. Yeah, so uh, sorry you guys don't get to eat it. Yeah, but now you know what we got. Yeah, I feel <laughs> like there's like somebody like standing outside, which scares me. Well, we can see under the door. Yeah, should just slip a note underneath that just says, Be gone, nerd! <laughs> You're lur- lurking. Okay, so we should something like the dragging of the chair outside. <laughs> the hallway says, Please be quiet. Please be quiet. So I'll just drag this dead body through the hallway. Well, it works for a podcast. It does. 
We'll just sound like we're in a haunted house, which is great. Which is good. Good. Um, I have a, a subject to talk about. Yeah. Earlier this year, um, Grumpy Cat died. Yes. And you informed me that Lil Bub died. Lil Bub died. It has been a bad year for famous cats. Yeah. All and two of the famous cats have passed away. I have to admit, I didn't know Lil Bub's name, but mm-hmm. I knew his face because mm-hmm. he's so cute. He's so cute. <laughs> If you don't know who Lil Bub was, look him up because, or actually, it was a she. She. Okay. So look her up because her up. she was adorable. Very cute. Very cute. Small. Small. Then oh, could you please stop drinking? <laughs> Should I go, do a glare? Glare through the window. Excuse me. You don't know what's happening, uh, listeners, but I was currently looking out the window at no one with a look on my face that said. Hey, ma'am. But right when you looked away, she walked by. Yeah, I was like, <laughs> like I lurk back. And she's lurking in at us like, what are you doing? Our intimidation is not working. No. <laughs> we could never be cops. No. We would both We be, have the room for it. We do have the room for it. We've got two uh, interrogation windows that I have Hawaiian print <laughs> curtains on them. Mm-hmm. Very intimidating. Very intimidating. Back, I was like, no. Good. <laughs> um. Anyway, it's Anywho. back to little bum. Anywho, do you want to have a moment of silence? We do. Moment of silence as long as no dragging of chairs go by. Okay. Five, four, three, two. Okay. It's <laughs> <That was> really <laughs> hard. <laughs> R.I.P. I was like, I wonder if we both won't know when we're going to be done with the moment of silence. (laughs) And we'll both just be looking down like, are we done? Are we done yet? We're done. Are we done? We're just done. We're just done. We're just done. Speaking of that, I'm totally mentally almost checked out. out. Yeah. Like the morning I can get through. Yeah. The rest of the day, I'm like, sit over here. I know. (laughs) We're almost on break. Almost a break, and it's just taking too long. It's too long, Brent. Next week is gonna be a, a nightmare to get through. Hopefully, it's a breeze, like because we're busy. Maybe I I'm just hoping so. for an avalanche of snow. You mean like work or actual snow? A s- avalanche of what I say? Snow. Snow. I mean, I might work. I was like, no, no. <laughs> or snow no. just won't get snow days. Yeah, but then I have to clean up the snow. Yeah. Mm. Be off. I feel like we've had this conversation <laughs> many times. Recently. Every time it snows, I'm like, no. And you're like, yay. And I'm like, oh, no. And you're like, yay. Oh. Even though, like, our neighbor kid pretty much does all my shoveling now. Oh, that's so sweet. Yeah. It's worth the money if you have to pay him, too. Yeah, it is. It really is. He's like, cheap. Take this. No, I think Get out. Bye. So we're going to do it nicer. Yeah, of course. Okay. Um, Should we get we this start? party started? Yeah, because it's already 12.20. Who wants to go first? Um, you go first. Okay. Yeah. All right. All right. You ready? Yeah. This is a murder case. Murder. Happened on Christmas. <gasps> Yay. Of 2010. Okay. All right. So I'm going to, I never know how to say this name for some reason. Tamara. 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 I, I always want to say Tamara. 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 Let's do it. We're just going to keep saying Tamara over and over. Tamara and her three sons lived in Alberta, Minnesota, which is west of St. Cloud and south of Fergus Falls. Mm-hmm. In the household, there was um, Tamara, mm-hmm. the mom, and she was 49, mm-hmm. Jacob, 17, Andrew, 18, and Dylan, 25. Okay. 
The group of four had Christmas dinner at a friend's house um, in the city of Donnelly, which I believe was north of Alberta. And afterward, everybody returned home to Alberta. And at some point that evening, Jacob, who's the 17-year-old, mm-hmm. told his stepbrother, Dylan, who's 25, the mm-hmm. oldest, that, quote, he didn't know if he could take it anymore and that he, Jacob, wanted to kill, oh. unquote, their mother. Oh, God. Okay. All right. All right. Off the bat. We're going. Ooh, going in hot. Intense. Okay. <laughs> Dylan heard a scuffle in the living room, and when he entered the room, he saw his mother face down with Jacob on her back, and he had her in a chokehold. So that's it's bad news tight. Bears already. You have no way to fight that no. unless you can somehow flip them. Do this alligator crocodile <laughs> thing. <laughs> like it'd be difficult. Yes, seriously. Yes. Um, and then Jacob or. Or, and or Andrew, who's the middle child, mm-hmm. um, put a plastic bag Ooh. over their mom's head and secured it with a belt. Oh, okay. Reports were differing, so it could be one or both. Okay. At some point, both Jacob, the youngest, and Dylan, the oldest, checked for a pulse, and they didn't find one. Hmm. Andrew, who's the 18-year-old, stated that the family had argued about a game of Yahtzee. And after the argument, the three boys discussed wanting to have their mother dead. Wow. Can you imagine being that extra Mm -hmm. that over a family board game, you'd be like, time to kill mom? Mm -hmm. Man, man. I mean, you know that I'm very competitive when it comes (laughs) to playing games. But I have never been like plotting your murder. (laughs) And I think I was going to say later on, but. Is from what I understand, is the argument was really just that the mom on Christmas wanted mm-hmm. to spend time with the boys and play Yahtzee. They didn't even get to the playing part. This oh, isn't wow. that they disputed a role yeah. and got upset and fought about it. Yeah. No, this is just mom wanting to spend time with her kids, kids on Christmas playing Yahtzee. Oh and my they were. God. I'm going to just make assumptions. Maybe she was a, a B word. And, like, a jerk and, like, not saying it nice. I don't have any idea to but make that still, reaction yeah. that crazy. I wouldn't go that far. No. I love you, Mom. I know, and you're lucky. Uh-huh. <laughs> We're not. You're lucky. <laughs> <laughs> Terrible. Okay. Just kidding, of okay. course. I love you. Okay. So, they had discussed wanting their mother dead, and we know the result. Mm-hmm. Um... As a group, all of the brothers loaded their mom's body into the trunk of a vehicle mm-hmm. and were going to drive to South Dakota to, dis- to dispose of it. Mm-hmm. Um, and at some point, the body was moved to the back seat. Mm-hmm. And so it was in the front seat? It was in the trunk. Oh, I'm sorry. I didn't pay and attention. then the boys um, put her in the back seat mm-hmm. and then eventually abandoned their plans to do that and they returned home. Mm-hmm. Um. I believe at that point, the body was moved to the basement and put inside a garbage can Mm -hmm. and then moved to the (laughs) trunk of Tamra's Chevrolet Lumina. Okay. I don't know how you you could fit all this in that because even though they're really, I had a Lumina, they're really sort of like deep, Yeah. but I don't know about tall. Tall. So I don't know what kind of garbage can this is, but... Anyway. Oh, it was the garbage can was with it, too, not just the body. I believe so, because later on in here it said both were removed. Okay, okay. Um, Dylan then drove the Lumina 
to a rural residence and told the owner that he had an animal carcass mm. that he wanted to burn in the outdoor wood furnace mm. that was located on that property. And eventually he decided not to do that. And a few days later, he returned to Alberta with the garbage can and the body and put them in a shed at that point because okay. it's, it's winter time. I feel, I feel bad thinking this, but just for a brief moment, all I thought of was bulk, um, Weekend at Bernie's. Where they have the body of the boss just, like, going back and forth. I love that movie because of how ridiculous it is. Yeah, I feel bad for, like, thinking because it's not the same situation at all. No. But in my head, I was just, like, just walking around. That's what they're treating you like. And how are they so... I know it's probably a rural area. their mind. But how are they able to just move this body constantly? Yeah. It's kind of... Okay. Carry on. Yeah. It's crazy. Okay, so they put her in a shred this time. Okay. Um, I do not know the time periods between all those movings. Okay. So I'm just going to continue on. Yes. Um, two days after the murder, Dylan reported Tamara as missing and mm-hmm. said that she, quote, became angry that her th- three sons would not play a game of Yahtzee with her and that she grabbed some items, left the home, and didn't return. Mm-hmm. So that's what he told police. Okay. In spring, Dylan began digging a hole in that shed he had her in. Mm-hmm. And in three days, he dug a five-by-six-foot-deep hole, and Dylan, uh, the oldest, and Andrew, the middle-aged kid, um, buried the body under the shed in the backyard of her house, along with the purse, her her Mm. purse. Probably to show that she Mm -hmm. had left. Taking her stuff. But I have questions. Anyway, we'll keep going. Yep. (laughs) In May, so five months later or so, a friend of Tamara's said Dylan asked him how to get rid of evidence. And at the time, that friend thought Dylan was asking about stolen property. Mm -hmm. Um, That same friend also said, Dylan told him, that Jacob, who's the youngest, had a physical altercation with the mom. Mm -hmm. And then later, Dylan asked how to get rid of a body. So he's sort of like getting further into the truth of it. How do you get away with murder? (laughs) Uh, that friend said, quote, in response to how to get rid of a body, mm-hmm. he said, quote, a body should be put in a hog pen so the hogs can oh, devour it. Gross. The head should be dumped in a slow, S-L-O-U-G-H. Yeah. Or a pond that isn't regularly fished. This is what the friend That's what the friend said. Told him about a body. So how many bodies has this man like gotten rid of? Great question. Because he never connected the dots. First it's, he thinks it's stolen property. Then he tells the uh Dylan tells him it's Jacob fought with her and then they're like, How do you get rid of a body? And he never like connected. He wasn't these. Like, like, hmm, interesting how we got from point A to point C here. <laughs> yeah. So at that same time period, they had went to a bar, and eventually, Dylan told that friend um, that Jacob had strangled their mother. And two months later, investigators searched the property and found Tamara's remains. An autopsy determined Tamara's death was a homicide mm-hmm. and probably caused by, quote, asphyxiation due to neck compression resulting in a fractured larynx. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Makes sense. Mm-hmm. All right. Stevens County Sheriff Randy Willis stated that Tamara wanted to play Yahtzee and the boys didn't. And, quote, that seemed to be, in their minds, what expedited her sudden demise. Mm. 
using the word expedited tells me that they were probably going to do it anyways. (laughs) Sick. Mm -hmm. Initially, investigators treated Tamara's disappearance as a missing persons case. Mm -hmm. Um, Deputies did um, call people, but no one had seen or heard from her, so Mm -hmm. they didn't have anything really to go on. Mm -hmm. And I'm assuming at first they all stuck to the same story. Um, Once it came... Out and probably after Tamara's friend came forward, um, Dylan was questioned and he denied any involvement with the disappearance. Mm-hmm. He had said he heard from family that she'd gone to Ohio and that he took a bus there to try to find her. Mm-hmm. And then eventually he told the real story. Mm. Oh, nice. Um, what was really interesting, so we have December where all the families together and then somewhere between that and I think July, Dylan was serving serving time in the state oh my god. In the Saint Cloud prison for oh domestic abuse and violating an order of protection. Interesting. So they're an interesting lot. Yeah. Alright, so the um thing was all they're all discovered, you know, so mm-hmm. this is further on. Jacob was eventually charged with two counts of second degree murder. And was sentenced to 15 years due to his leadership in the crime. Mm-hmm. Um, he will be eligible for parole after 10 years, depending on good behavior, mm-hmm. which mm-hmm. will happen. Yeah. Andrew and Dylan were charged with ex- accessory after the fact to murder. Mm-hmm. Andrew, who's the middle-aged son, mm-hmm. he was sentenced to 22 months. Mm-hmm. And Dylan was sentenced to 93 months, which I calculated mm-hmm. to be about three or seven years okay. or so almost eight, with the eligibility of parole after five years. Mm. So I sort of tracked all the different reports of where the body was moved, because mm-hmm. I was like, it's going all over yeah, the place. Yeah, yeah. So we have the house, we have trash can, mm-hmm. we have that friend's house in oh. some form, mm-hmm. we have the trunk, mm-hmm. back seat, back into the house, in the shed. So that's a lot of movement of your mom who birthed you or at least is a part of your life. Mm. (laughs) Oh, my God. Jeez. All right, so some questions I have. Why was Jacob charged with two counts of murder? I know. I was wondering that, too. I don't know. I read it a couple times. Like, like, what? Yeah. Um, Why didn't Andrew or Dylan stop him, but maybe it was their plan that they wanted it? Yeah. Um, and also, why did they move her to the back seat when they're yeah. going to South Dakota? <laughs> yeah. And who probably ended up sitting by her? Yeah. That'd be... And Illumina, gross. I mean, those might have been a long bench seat, but it's not that big. No. <laughs> I mean, there's a lot of stuff that happens after you pass, so... Mm-hmm. Gross. Gases, liquids. Stiffening up. Stiffening. Smell. Yeah. Gross. Lastly, where are the boys' fathers? Yeah. Because I believe I Dylan's a stepson, stepson. Yeah. and the other two are with the same <laughs> guy. Okay. Mm. Um, I did take pictures because I like to show you this. Yes. And I somehow always turn my computer off. <laughs> so, um, Mom, I think that's Jacob. Yeah. Dylan, I think, because okay. he looks a little older, yeah. and I'm guessing Andrew. Are the, so are Dylan and Andrew brothers? I think and then these the other two, two are. Oh, interesting, because they look, they look so much alike, those two. I might be wrong. I'm just making a guess. I couldn't find anything specifically. Yeah, I mean, all in all, not great guys. No. And I didn't write this in my notes, but the sheriff, Randy Willis, had said that they're 
obviously um what's the word dysfunctional mm -hmm. but not the most dysfunctional he's seen oh, and i'm god. like oh my god <laughs> <laughs> what are you seeing then mr randy this is like like what county is this um, He's the sheriff of a county. Stevens County. Sheriff. Stevens County. Okay. For some reason, I thought like of like a small town. I was just like, what happens in that <laughs> town? Yeah, I think um, Alberta oh. has, if I'm remembering, 103 people. Okay. Sure. That's I, the number. I, I accept, it sounds so. right. Yeah. Wow. That's Don't wild. play Yahtzee. Don't play. Don't Yahtzee. deny your mom. Don't deny your mom a First game of, of Yahtzee on Christmas. First of all. Yeah. And don't murder her. Don't, she don't murder. You. Yeah. Jerks. Jerks. They don't even seem to have any remorse either. That's of the course. other so crazy part. Psychopaths. Yeah. Great when they get out of jail. Mm -hmm. All right. Thank you for that wonderful tale. And it took place in Minnesota. Yay! <laughs> Good job. Patting my back currently. Yeah. Good job. <laughs> Proud of you. Thanks. All right. Well, my story. Mm -hmm. At first, I thought to myself, like, oh, this could be kind of Christmassy, like the, cr the creature. And then I read it, it and I Grinch? was like, absolutely not. Grinch? No, it's not the Grinch. Grinch? No. <laughs> <laughs> All right. It's not the Grinch. I'll lower my expectations. This is the, hopefully, I can pronounce this correctly, even though I took six years of French. Nine Rouge. Nine? Nine? Nine Rouge? It's N A I N and then R O U G E. Because that's red, and then nine, 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 whatever. Let's um, go nine rouge. Nine um, is dwarf. Oh. Ooh. The red dwarf, um, a.k.a. the demon of the straits. <laughs> straight? Straight, S-T-R-A-I-T. Okay. This takes, or uh, this critter is from Detroit, Michigan. <laughs> yes, he is. Yes. <laughs> It said to presage misfortune. So, origins come from the early settlement of Detroit and are derived from the Norman French tales of the Lutin, a type of hobgoblin, which is my It's a great word. It's my favorite. Hobgoblin. I'm like, Birdie, my cat, you're a hobgoblin. <laughs> She's just like, I am. Thank you. <laughs> I know. Um, it's also derived from the Native American legends of an impish offspring of the stone god. I don't know which specific stone god. I didn't really give, you know, didn't specifics. Didn't tell you too much, huh? No. Thanks, Wikipedia. Um, described as, there's two types of descriptions. Mm -hmm. The first one is a dwarf with a very red face, a bright glistening eye, just one, apparently. <laughs> instead, in quotes, instead of burning, it froze. Instead of possessing depth, emitted a cold gleam, like the reflection from a polished surface, bewildering and dazzling all who came in within its focus. And it had a grinning mouth, displaying sharp pointed teeth, completed this strange face. Sorry, I just had a lot of saliva just <laughs> forming in my mouth. <laughs> and that's part of the description of Marie Carolyn Watson Hamlin. Is that right? think so in the 1883 book legends of detroit of le detroit excuse me or le. probably le detroit Ooh. um second description a small critter with red or black fur covering an animal's body but with the face of an old man with blazing red eyes and rotten teeth <laughs> that's a lot less highfalutin that's straight to the point like i read the two descriptions and i was like and i was like ooh, fancy oh or it's just a monster. We don't know. 
animal's body that's animal's very body. not descriptive. No, it's like a small animal's you body. You have a ferret up to a bear. Like, yeah. there's a lot of difference. <laughs> you just imagine, like, a weasel with, like, an old man's face. Like, I'm gonna get you. I'm person you with bad luck. <laughs> okay. Um, some sightings of the creature. So, like, all we really know is that it presages misfortune. Okay. The creature is said to appeared in July on July thirtieth, seventeen sixty three, before the Battle of Bloody Run, where fifty eight British soldiers were killed by Native Americans from Chief Chief excuse me Chief Pontiac, Pontiac's Ottawa tribe. The Nan Rouge supposedly danced among the corpses wow. on the banks of the Detroit River after the battle, and the river turned red with blood for days after. Probably, there are probably a lot of dead bodies. Yeah. Danced among the corpses. Mm -hmm. All the misfortunes of Governor and, I wrote, Governor. Governor. (laughs) And General William Hill. William Hull. Oh, you can't read. I know. (laughs) Leadry. Oh, led to the, the surrender of Detroit in the War of 1812 are supposedly blamed on the Nan Rouge. Okay. Um, in the spring of 1805, people saw the dwarf walking through the streets of Detroit. On <laughs> and then on June 11th of 1805, a fire burned most of the town. Oh! Someone saw the dwarf before the week-long riots of 1967. Um, two utility workers claimed to see it on March 1st, 1976, and shortly after, Detroit had the worst ice storm the city had ever seen. Wow! The best one. I wrote this down. The best one. <laughs> Detroit founder Antoine de la Motte Mot Cadillac. See, I told you. Six years of French. You're, it just rolls. No. <laughs> <laughs> I had to go to Google Translate because I was like, I'm like, is it, is it moth? <laughs> um, but Cadillac, which is what the car is named after. Oh, cool. Uh, was told by a fortune teller to appease the Nan Rouge. But upon... Encountering it, he smacked it with his cane and shouted, Get out of my way, you red imp. <laughs> <laughs> Why would he do that? <laughs> um, because of this, I guess, uh, Cadillac started having a string of bad luck. He was charged with abuse of power mm-hmm. and he was reassigned to Louisiana because he was like, governor. Well, he was in founded Detroit, reassigned as the governor of Louisiana. <laughs> He then returned to France, where he was briefly imprisoned and lost his fortune. Dang. Um, the, this is very important. The description of the fortune teller, who told him to like watch out, had a black cat perched on her shoulder. <laughs> I like that. <laughs> the fortune to- teller told Cadillac, in years to come, your colony will be the scene of strife and bloodshed. The Indians will be treacherous. The hated English will struggle for its possession. But under a new flag, it will reach a height of prosperity, which you never in your wildest dreams pictured. When he pressed her for more inf- answers, she said, your fortune and theirs is children, because he had asked um, if his kids would inherit his fortune. Um, lie in your own hands. Beware of undue ambition. It will, it will mar all of your plans. Appease the Nan Rouge. Beware of offending him. Should you be this unfortunate... Not a vestige of your inheritance will be given to your heirs. So she warned him. And then he pushed him with his 
Yeah. Cane yeah. and said you big imp or whatever. Uh, red imp. Red imp. Yeah. Apparently, like, he and his wife had been, like, walking down the street one day, and they could hear, like, somebody being, like, talking about it. And then he, there, she was like, oh, my God, that's what the fortune teller was telling you about. Honey, honey, listen. Mm-hmm. And then he was just like, whatever, dum-dum. And then mm-hmm. he, didn't, he didn't listen. Nope. Uh, another story. Uh, two women claimed that they had been, like, attacked slash encountered the Nan Rouge. Okay. Jane Dacey said she came back to her home on Elizabeth Street after running errands and encountered a creature she described as having blood red eyes, long teeth, and rattling hoofs lurking in a dark room. That was October 1872. Another woman in 1884 said she was savagely attacked and beaten as she walked along the street at night by a beast that looked like a baboon with a horned head, brilliant restless eyes, and a devilish leer on its face. <laughs> I like how everybody is like its eyes. I know. We're amazing. <laughs> I know. I love the eyes, but Those everything eyes. else. Were... One had one eye. One had one, one eye. This had two. Mm-hmm. Maybe the person saw that from the side. It could be. Just and they couldn't verify eye. it. Yeah, yeah. they were like, I don't know. Maybe it only had one. one. I can't make that judgment right now. <laughs> <laughs> um, in the end here, Detroit, it wasn't seen after the 1970 incident, 1970s incident. Okay. Um, but Detroit has a costume community parade each spring called the Marche du Nine Rouge, where the creature is traditionally chased out of the city. It's held now within the Midtown slash Cass Corridor neighborhood. An effigy of the creature is destroyed at the end of the parade to banish the evil spirit from the city for another year. Wow. Yeah. And that's the story of the Nine Rouge. That is intense. Yeah. I mean, that they still do it. Yeah. And there's um, some pictures of the parade where people were, like, kind of, like, jokingly, like, having a protest of the parade where they're like, we are the Nan Rouge. <laughs> Protect the Nan Rouge. And then um, Detroit has a logger that's named after it. Okay. So, now you know. Wow. Yeah. Nan Rouge. So, watch out for the little red, red imps. Red dwarfs. Dwarf. Dwarf. Imps. Yep. They are very widely in their descriptions. They are. It's, it's even... either beautiful or heinous. Take your pick. That's also how I describe myself. <laughs> <laughs> Depends on the day. Is that your dating profile? <laughs> beautiful and heinous. <laughs> What was the other one that I had a description of? I don't know. That was funny. Whatever it was. It was. <laughs> Just listen back on a few episodes. <laughs> yeah. Okay. That was cool. Yeah. So We've no, learned some things. We learned things. Don't hit an imp with a cane and don't. call it a red imp. Don't. Yeah. Listen to it. Yeah. The non-rouge. Yeah. And play Yahtzee with your mom. Yeah. What a, what a wonderful le- lessons you've learned today, listeners. <laughs> <laughs> it's wonderful. Wonderful. Also, you're probably listening to this on one of our... Yeah. Our uh, platforms? Platforms. Yeah. So that's exciting. Yeah, you better be. Actually, I think you only can be because... That's all we're sending. That's all we're sending it now. <laughs> we so. give you one episode. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and now it's your turn. It's your turn. Your turn. So we probably won't have a podcast until the new year. Yeah. And we'll have to work it in sometime. Yeah. We'll so, see. So Merry Christmas. Merry Christmas. Happy ha- New Year. Happy New Year. 
Um, if for some reason you don't celebrate Christmas, um, happy, happy whatever. Happy, happy holidays. Happy holidays. Yeah. Okay. All right. Okay, we're just like staring just at each other. Right we're, like, we're like, no. What do we do? What we'll do, what we'll do? see you in 2020. 2020. Hopefully it's a better year than this one. For sure. Okay. I agree. Okay, love you. Bye. Bye.